0: This summer, L.L. Bean invites you to simply step outside and enjoy the fresh air and sunshine. We'll be your guide with tips and advice to get more out of every moment outdoors. Here's a trick to estimate how much time you have left outside before the sun sets. Stretch out your arm and hold your hands sideways, palm facing up. Every finger between the horizon and the sun is 15 minutes of daylight. For more fun ideas, easy how-tos, and inspiring stories, visit llbean.com guide.
1: a healthy lover adventure. We like to do new things and visit strange places. We don't even mind taking certain risks, but within limits, of course. To wager life and limb in pursuit of adventure is only for the very few. And rarer still is that breed of person who insists on venturing forth even though the outcome is almost certain to be death.
0: I'm telling you, it's out there, Jason. I have proof now. It's right there in front of you. I'm sorry, Ernie, but I'm not going to help you. In the old days, you were never afraid to risk. In the old days, I had nothing to lose. And now you do. Is that it? Just what is it you're so anxious to protect my life? Is that it, Jason? Is that really it? Or is that?
1: The mystery drama, The Laughing Maiden, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Percy Granger and stars Norman Rose. It is sponsored in part by True Value Hardware Stores and Buick Motor Division. I'll be back shortly with Act One. There are people who thrive on danger, who need to live on the cutting edge of existence, taking risks and meeting challenges which seem unnecessary to everyone but them. Financial reward is of little importance. Just to survive is their triumph. Mm -hmm. Then there are others, people call them soldiers of fortune, who willingly put their lives into the hazard in hopes of gaining such a prize. They will never have to worry again if
0: they live. Jason Hainsworth. I suppose you'd call me a drifter now, though once I was half-owner of a charter fishing boat in the Florida Keys. The story I'm about to tell concerns my former partner, Ernie Chowders. It happened five years ago, but I've kept quiet all this time because even now I can't quite believe it. I was in a small town in the Caribbean. I hadn't seen Ernie for several years, and then... Jason? Jason Hayesworth, is that you? Oh. Ernie, hey, son of a gun, how are you? What are you doing here? Oh, hey, I could ask you the same question. <laughs> yes, sir. How are you? Oh, you know me. Nothing changes. You still iron out with the laughing maiden. The laughing maiden. You still have the boat, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. And old Tom? Oh, he's still the crew, loyal as ever. <laughs> a couple of years ago, we had a good season. I was going to get a new boat, and old Tom wouldn't hear of it. Instead of be bad luck to leave a laughing maiden, it's still superstitious, huh? Oh, it? sure, sure. Why are you here in Monte Cristi? There can't be many rich fishermen coming through a little port like this. Oh, uh, well, it's uh, part of the Caribbean I haven't seen before, I guess. But what is it that could possibly attract you to a place like this? There's no tourism that I can see. Uh, look, uh, how would you like to come see the boat? Say hi, old town, eh? And maybe we'll talk, okay? You're not in some kind of trouble, are you? No, no, it's not that at all. Hey, look. There she is. Yeah, a laughing maiden. Looks like you haven't given her a new coat of paint since I left. <laughs> Come on, boy. Tom! Tom, come up topside. I'm sorry, Mr. Chowder's lunch ain't quite ready. Oh, never mind lunch. Look who I got with me. Oh, Mr. Hainsworth. <laughs> How are you, Tom? I <laughs> I'm all right. Just about to fix some lunch. You gonna stay? Yeah, of course he is. Unless he's got some other business. No, nothing. I'd, I'd like to join you. Well, it's okay. Well, how's the old ship sailing, Tom? Well, it stays afloat. I'm gonna walk around some and try to get my sea legs back. It's been a long time. Yeah, sure, sure, Jason, you go ahead. <laughs> did uh, Did you tell him, Mister Chowders? No, not yet, Tom. Don't you think you ought to? I don't think it'll matter. I get the impression his luck's not been too good lately. Well, lady. it's a fact. I'd sure feel better with another person along. I hope he still carries that pistol. Here he comes. <laughs> Well, I'll get and down and make lunch, but, uh, you tell him, Mr. Chowder's, and tell him the whole truth. He's your friend. Ah, oh, this sea air is like a tonic. Uh, Ernie. Huh? Is there something wrong with Tom? Tom? No. Why? I don't know. He seems a little on edge. Oh, you know, Tom, he's always been a little strange to... Well, uh, how, how does the old rig feel? Oh, she's solid as ever. But she could use some repairs, though, and a new coat of paint. How do you expect to drum up business if she's not looking her best? Um, uh, Jason, I uh, I got a confession to make. Tom and I, we aren't in the chartering business anymore. Well, then... Hey, Ernie, you're not into anything illegal, are you? No, no, nothing like that. You, uh ever hear of uh, Cape Coast Island? Oh, sure. It's on the tail end of the Bahamas. Yeah, it's across a hundred miles of open water due north of here. Mm. Did you uh, ever hear of the Quee Dog Merchant? Quee Dog Merchant? No. Oh, uh, how about Captain Kidd? <laughs> oh, Captain Kidd. Jason, the Quee Dog Merchant was a ship that was captured by Captain Kidd nearly three centuries ago. On board that ship, he found what was reputed to be the single richest prize ever taken by a pirate of the Spanish main. Sixty pounds of gold dust, a hundred ingots of pure silver, jewels. The whole cargo was valued at ten thousand pounds then. You know what that'd be worth now. And this treasure, it's supposedly buried on Caicos Island. Not supposedly, it is, I'm sure of it. He had buried it there before returning to New York to face charges of piracy. He intended to return for it, but he never did because he was arrested and sent to England to stand trial. He was found guilty and executed. Ernie, Ernie, they claim there's treasure buried on half the islands in the Caribbean. What makes Caker so special? Well, about a year ago, this guy chartered the Laughing Maiden. In addition to being a fisherman, he was also an amateur treasure hunter. He told me the whole story, and he paid me to take him out to Caicos to nose around. So you want me to come out and help you dig up the island looking for this treasure? No, huh? no, no, no. The place is too big for that. What we've got to do is find the rock. What rock? According to the story, after Kid buried the treasure, he carved the directions to it on a rock. Oh, if we can find that rock, Jason, we're rich. And this is why the Laughing Maiden needs Zuko to pay? Ah, we've been out to Caicos a dozen times. I, I've been making a methodical search, taking one section of shoreline at a time. Jason, today could be it. There's only one small strip of beach on the leeward side I still haven't explored. What do you say? Uh, this isn't one of those treasures that's guarded by some pirate ghost, is it? Ah, don't be silly. Yeah. Let me... Let me show you something. Yeah. What is it? It's a Spanish doubloon. Pure silver. Uh, I found it on Caco's today. day that amateur treasure hunter had me take him there. Look, there's bits and pieces of booty all over the place down here. You can hardly scratch the ground without... But this is from the Dog Merchant. I have proof of that. How? Look here. Yeah. See? see? See the imprint? Hmm. You see these numbers down at the bottom? They're a code for the place where the coin was minted. Toledo, Spain. Mm. Well, how do you know it was Toledo? Because I wrote to the National Archives in Madrid and asked for a copy of the Dog Merchant's Manifest. That there it was. The numbers on the manifest matched this coin. Oh, so, no doubt, this coin came from that ship. Well, what do you say? We'll, we'll cut you in as an equal partner an even three-way split. Why? Uh, for old time's sake. We, we were partners once before. We'll be partners again. <laughs> um, I'll come along, Ernie. But just for the ride, you hear me? Just for the ride. I always time it so we arrive at a low tide. That way we can cover the whole beach. Well, the whole beach is solid rocks. No wonder the treasure's safe. Yeah, well, we only got to cover up to that spit there. You mean to tell me that you've been all around this island? Yeah. That rock's here. I'm going to find it. What about Tom? What about him? How come he stays on the Laughing Maiden? Wouldn't it go faster if he helped you? Oh. Well, uh... Tom's a... Uh, uh, kind of a lookout. Oh, a lookout? Huh? What for? What happened? It's Tom. We've got to get back to the laughing maiden quickly. It's incredible. I don't believe it. How could they have known? How them? could who have known? The syndicate. What syndicate? Did Mr. Chowder tell you enough? But I think that it is time he did. Ernie... Are we in danger? I never thought they'd find us. That, that's why we moved up to Monte Cristi. They must have spies everywhere. Come, will you tell me what's going on? Uh, here's the binoculars, Mister Hainsworth. You just see for yourself. Let me look. Uh, looks like the mast of a ship. Well, it's a yacht, a big yacht, high speed and heavily armed. Well, who owns it? Well, it's a syndicate. It's rumored to be headquartered in Puerto Plata, but. No one knows for certain who's ahead of us. No one knows, but whoever it is, he knows the legend of Caicos Island and every boat that comes out here is followed by that yacht. It sits right over there just behind the horizon. And if the treasure is ever found, they sweep down, seize it, and probably kill whoever had the misfortune to discover it. So That is why you were so anxious to cut me in. No, 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 no that's tricked me. You tricked me into coming out here. Start the engine. I want to get away from here at once. I left Monte Christie that evening. Didn't see Ernie or Tom again for some time. And then several months later, I happened to be passing through the village again on my way back to the state. I was still upset with Ernie and had resolved not to visit the Laughing Maiden. But I did linger in the town for several days. Why I stayed, I don't know. But to this day, could I tell you if it was a mistake or a blessing in disguise? Mr. Hayesworth! Huh? Oh, Tom, how are you? Well, when did you come into town? Well, I've been here for a while. You hey, weren't going to come down to the Laughing Maiden? I don't think so, Tom. Well, I can't say I blame you much. It wasn't right of Mr. Chowder's not to tell you the full story. We might have been killed out there. Well, I hope you haven't gone back. Uh, no. Good. That means Ernie has finally given it up, huh? Uh, Mr. Hainsworth, I, 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 I wouldn't blame blame you if you said no. Not after what happened, but I think you better go to see Mr. Chowder's. Why? Well, I'm worried about him. He's real worried. He's in a bad way. He's hardly left the boat for the past three months. What's happened? Well, I'd rather not say here in public, but I am worried about his health, Mr. Hemsworth, and worried about his sanity. Because there's something that happened that day out at Kikis Island.
1: G.K. Chesterton believed that a long Sunday walk and a glass of beer could put us spiritually in the company of an Alexander the Great. Others disagree. A true adventurer takes genuine risks, plays for keeps, and does not count the cost. I shall return in a moment with Act Two.
0: Which is larger, the
1: universe or the mind of man? The philosopher would say the mind, because it is capable of comprehending the entire universe plus one inch. But man is also the only animal who will inflict pain on himself needlessly, who will torture himself with the remorseless workings of his own mind. It's a vicious circle, and given the power of the mind, sometimes a fatal one.
0: i down to the wharf where the Laughing Maiden was moored. I was shocked by her appearance. She'd taken on the aspect of a ghost ship. But if the change in the boat surprised me, it was nothing compared to the change in my old friend. He's, uh, down below Mr. Haynesworth in the cabin. Uh, you, you say that he stayed in there for three months? With the portholes closed and the blinds drawn shut. Huh! <laughs> Oh, man, it is stifling in here. How can you breathe? The Tom, open the window. No, no. Oh, don't. They might see in. Ernie. Ernie, what's the matter? Well, uh, what? Who might see in? The uh, syndicate people, Mr. Hainsworth. He's terrified of them. But why? Have they been after him? Oh, it's because. It's because of what I've done. Hey, don't think so, Mr. Chowders. You think the syndicate is watching you? You can't be too careful. Ernie. you made a prisoner of yourself on your own boat for three months. I I can't ever escape. What are you talking about? You don't know where the treasure is. Oh, but you're wrong, Jason. You're wrong. <laughs> Wait till you see. You remember that day on Keiko's? Remember when we spotted the yacht's masthead, I started taking pictures? Look. These are the pictures that you took? Yeah,
1: yeah. Here.
0: This one, of the sunset. Look down there in the corner. Mm. That's one of the rocks on the beach. You see how the sunlight is striking it? There's markings on it. We walked right I never saw a thing because a light wasn't hitting it at the right angle. But here, in the photograph with the sun just about to set, the markings show up perfectly. It's the rock Captain Kidd carved his map on. Now, all we have to do is go back, decipher the stone, and go straight to the treasure. Yeah, and what about the syndicate? Oh, that's the problem, Mr. Hainsworth. There don't seem to be any way we can go back there and... Mr. Chowders has been tearing himself apart from the inside out over but We're so close to it. We're so close. There it is, Jason, in the photograph. We've found the rock. But you can't go out there, Ernie. The laughing maiden couldn't outrun a high-powered right. boat. I know, I know, I know. Oh, it's been like this all these months. It gnaws at him, won't give him any rest. He knows it's certain death to try to recover that treasure, and yet... Yet he he, he sits there for hours just staring at that photograph, trying to decipher the markings with a magnifying chance. Jason, now now that you're here, we can do it. Now you listen to me. You listen to me. There's no way I'm going back to Catus, and neither are you. It is not humanly possible to get that treasure and survive. Do you understand that? Do you hear what I'm saying? Yes, oh, All right. Mr. Haynesworth, where are you going? I am catching the evening bus to Portoplana, And from there, I'm flying to Miami. I got a job lined up there working for a, a big company that has a fleet of charter boats. You mean you're going to be a skipper on one of a string of boats? No, no. Actually, I'll be working on shore in the marina. Well, okay, maybe it's no great shakes and not what I hoped for, but... Well look, it's a steady job, the first steady job I've had in a long time. But you can't leave Mr. Chowders. Ernie will be okay once he faces up to reality, Tom. Because you see, that's what I am doing. That's what we all have to do sooner or later. I'm uh, sorry, Tom. Good luck. J- Jason? Jason, is that you? Huh? Shey, J- Jason, huh? Wh- when did you get here? I I guess I didn't see you right off. The light's kind of dim, but it's safer that way. Oh, boy. He's in a bad way, isn't he, Tom? Ah, you're right. I, I I, just can't leave him like this. But the first thing is to get him topside for some fresh air and then ventilate this cabin. It smells like a tomb in here. Yes, sir, Mr. Hayes Well, if you rustle us up something to eat, and then this evening when it's dark, well, we'll talk. That stew is terrific. Meal like the old days. <laughs> I feel like a new man. It's Jason's being back that's done it. Swear to the good Lord. Coffee's ready, Mr. Haysworth. Yeah, thanks, Tom. You, uh, you still carry your gun, Jason? I never yeah. go anywhere unarmed. On principle coffee, Mr. Chowder. Yeah, sure, uh, Ernie. Ah, Every instinct in my body is against this venture. Look, is there any way that I can talk you out of... No, no, without the way I got it figured, the Syndicate Yacht won't make any kind of move until they see we've actually got the treasure dug up. I guess that answers my question, doesn't it? But look, I'm telling you right now, I am not going to be part of any plan that calls for us to try outrunning these guys and the Laughing Maiden that is suicide. Well, uh, what's, uh, what's an alternative? Hmm. Or what about um, uh, using a, a seaplane or a helicopter? Uh, I can fly it if we can put uh, enough money in together uh, to rent one. I think that Ernie's right that they wouldn't move in on us until we had recovered the treasure. So that means it's primarily a, a matter of timing. Now, Ernie, if you and Tom take the boat out and locate the treasure, I'll come in for a landing at the last moment. We load and take off. Ah, oh, they'll, they'll shoot us down. The word is that yacht is equipped to deal with any contingency, including aircraft. Yeah. Well, what do you suggest then? Well, what if you go out in advance on a second boat and hide in one of the coves on the winded side of the island, and Tom and I will follow, find the treasure, load it, and sail around the far side as if trying to make a run for it. Now we pull a quick shift of cargo, and you slip back out of sight. And when the yacht overtakes us, we surrender the chests. It's filled with sand. Like a, like a joke played on history by Captain Kidd. And then, and then we rendezvous later. Right. I don't know. It's possible, I suppose. Well, if only we knew who the head of that syndicate was. I mean nobody knows? No. The rumor is it's a patroni named Guillermo Galliban. He owns a 52-foot yacht, high-powered, with a mast identical to the one we've seen on the horizon out of Caicos. Have you and anyone else ever seen the yacht itself? Well, he uh, keeps it in a secluded cove among the cliffs. I I saw it once from a distance. It's been nearly four months since our last visit to Caicos. So maybe this guy, Galaban, no longer has his goons watching you. Well, in any case, it's a chance we'll have to take. We'll slip out of the harbor as soon as it's fully dark and gain us in the early morning hours. By daybreak, we should be digging. If we're not followed, good. If we are, and we find the treasure, um, well, then we'll uh, take it from there. Oh. We'd still have no more than a couple hours head start on them, and of course it would be foolhardy to return to Monte Cristi. So we took extra fuel, enough to get us to Rum Key in the Bahamas. There we could refuel and press on to Florida, and we hoped safety. But the first step was finding the treasure. It was still dark when we reached Cagots. Okay, Tom, We're near the shoal, kill the engine. It sounds like we're being followed. No. Are you sure we're in the right spot? Oh, 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 oh I got these rocks memorized. This is where I took the picture, all right? Yeah, So That's the rock. Jason, Tom, we found it. <laughs> 42, 43. you so off. No, keep to your left. 50. How, how was I by the compass, do we? Right, right on schedule. The sun's just coming up. Yeah. However, this, this should be the spot. Tom, give us the shovel. Right. And you take up a position on that rise of ground over there. And keep an eye out for that yacht. Jason, You and I have some digging to do. <laughs> Wait a minute, Ernie. Ernie, wait like a minute. Let's take a break. We gotta be getting close, Look, we got a hole six feet deep uh, and ten feet in diameter, and so far there's no sign oh, of it. Don't don't, 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 give up now. Just, just, just keep going, Ernie. Uh, did it occur to you that we have no way of knowing what the numbers stood for on that rock? that, that, that could have been feet or yards or leagues for that matter. Tom. How's the horizon? Oh, clear so far. It's almost noon. <laughs> we made it. Got away undetected. Come on, it's got to be here. Oh, you think I'm going to spend the rest of my life on this island? Maybe. I got news for you. We aren't leaving until we find that treasure. Yeah, you mean you're not ever going to admit to yourself that it is not here? Him. What? I just, I just saw it. The mask. The yacht. It just pulled into view on the horizon. What? No, no, they can't have it. It's not fair. All right, all right, calm no. down. Calm down, will you? Calm. Are you sure that you saw it? I'm persecuted. Okay. Now look. You go back and you keep watch. If they start to move toward us, you let us know at once. Yes. sir. They're bound to be scanning the island, so stay low. Don't let them see our position. Meanwhile, we'll just get these chests open. Yeah. See if we've got anything that's worth fighting for. I'll, I'll stop breaking the lock with my shovel. <laughs> now, at last. Look. Oh, oh. Bags of gold dust. Silver bars. rich. <laughs>
1: It is one thing to find a treasure and another to keep it. How simple now seem the months of research and work. How minor the agonies and insignificant the risks compared to the challenge our friends face now. Confronted with such a seemingly insurmountable situation, most people would quietly fold their tents and steal away. But Ernie Chowders is not the kind of person to give up. I'll return shortly with our final answer. Three of the world's richest men are at this moment in a very singular situation. They are on a desert island in the middle of an ocean in the immediate proximity of their entire fortune and being held at bay by an ominous yacht reputedly owned by a powerful and very mysterious syndicate. The situation can perhaps most perfectly be described as a dilemma. As we rejoin them, we find them doing what? Human beings often do in dilemmas nothing. What are we gonna do? I don't know.
0: But we gotta do something. We can't just sit here all day staring at millions of dollars in jewels. Yeah. Now, Tom, let me have the binoculars, huh? Yeah. It's unfair. It's just unfair. How did they know we were here? Uh, Once they saw the laughing maiden missing from the harbor this morning. If they'd showed up an hour ago, I wouldn't have minded so much. But to get here, just as we found the treasure. Looks like they're just going to sit out there all day till we make the first move. Uh, There's only only one solution. What's that? I don't see anything for it. But to rebury. Detail. Oh, now look, let's be sane about this, Ernie. What else can we do? The souls. Huh? The Barracoa Bank. Where's that map? Got it. Got it. There. That's it. That's the way out of here. See? Right there. Yeah, the Barracore Bank. Yeah. Uh, among other things I did in preparing to find this treasure was to study the surrounding waters here until I could navigate them in my sleep. Now, the Baracoa Bank is a reef system which extends from North Caicos to Providenciales, Island. That, that's 10 miles. It's 10 miles of shallow water. So, very shallow water. At least in places. Enough to serve our purpose. Not too shallow for the draft of the Laughing Maiden, but it's dangerous for a boat the size of that one out there on the horizon. If they tried to follow us through that water, they'd crack up and sink. In between those reefs is some of the deepest water in the Atlantic. Ernie, Ernie, you still good trying to outrun them. You want to look at the head start we'd have. Uh, even with a head start. Ten miles. By the time they got around those reefs, we'd be halfway across the Kegel's Passage. Yes, and on our way to what? Open water. In order to take advantage of the Barracoa Bank, we, we'd have to go in the wrong direction. The next island of any size is over a hundred miles away. what can we do? Tom's right. Until we can think of some way to get around that yacht, we've got no choice but to rebury the treasure. We made the trip back to Monte Christie in silence. As I look back on it now, I think that was the last shared feeling we three were ever to have together. I can't understand it. How does a syndicate know our every move? Golliband must have half the villagers in Monte Christi working for him. Oh, I'd like to get hold of Golliband and break his wreck. Let's try coming up with more practical options, Ernie. Anyway, we cut it. We're back to square one. How come you're so keen on this all of a sudden? What do you mean? Yesterday you couldn't wait to get to Miami and that job. There's a couple of million dollars in treasure out there, old buddy. I win. Miami. Miami, that may be the answer. Miami? Let's let's assume for the moment that Ernie's right. That the syndicate's information comes from spies. And that they've got the laughing maiden under constant surveillance. That means that there is no way we can ever approach Cacos from here or any other port along the Dominican coast. Yeah, our only chance would be to approach from the other direction... The open sea... Through the Bahamas from Miami. How do we do that without arousing suspicion? A minute, a I'll, I'll go on to Miami as i planned by myself. In a couple of days' time, you let the word out around the village that you've got a lucrative job lined up in Sanchez or Samana Bay, someplace down the coast, away from Caicos. You sail down to pick up this, you know, wealthy fisherman, and from there you take a plane and join me in Miami. and then we rent a boat large enough to get us for 700 miles to take off. Well, that means leaving the laughing maiden behind. No, I I, I don't like it. A laughing maiden's no good to us. In this situation, it's too old and too slow. Now, I'm going to go back to my hotel now. I'll catch the bus out of here tomorrow. Here. Here you are. Here's the address where I'll be staying in Miami. Oh, yeah. Just one other thing. This, uh... It's Mr. Galiban. Where did you say his place was? Just this side of Isabelica. on the road to Porta Plata. Why? I'll expect to see you by Sunday. Yeah. Good. What do you think, Tom? I don't like the idea of abandoning the laughing maiden. No, 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 no. no. I meant about Jason, Mr. Hemsworth. Yeah. Something's bothering me about him. way he suddenly came up with that plan. Uh, I, I, I think you're imagining things. No. Shout, no, it? no, I don't think so. He was planning to go to Miami all along, and he, you know, now he's got us going there, too. And why did he come back to Monte Cristo? Oh, well, Mr. Haynesworth wouldn't betray us. That's, that's crazy. Well, he left us four years ago, didn't he? Oh, he's always looked out for number one. That's who he's looking out for now. Tom. I want you to follow him. Follow Mr. Haines. Yeah, that. that's right. Until he gets on that bus tomorrow morning, I want you to see every place he goes and report back to me. Yeah. Well, I left the laughing maiden that night for the last time, as it turned out, I had a strange feeling. The information I was hearing about this syndicate was leaving something out and a new suspicion was beginning to dawn on me. There was one thing I had to check out, if I could. I didn't know it at the time. But where I went that evening saved my life. We met in Miami as planned. Both Ernie and Tom were acting strangely, though. They seemed reserved and distant. I didn't pay much attention to this at the time. I just chalked it up to nerves. Everything went well, however. That is, until we arrived at Cacos. We plan to accomplish the entire operation at night. Clouds aren't moving at all. I don't understand it. The weather bureau in Miami said clear weather for five days. Absolutely no possibility of cloud cover. Just our luck. It's being off the laughing maiden. That's responsible. Oh, be quiet. Jason, I thought you had this all planned out. A full moon, clear skies, plenty of light to get the treasure and get away safely before daybreak. Now the whole night's lost. Are you sure the Bureau told you clear weather? Yeah. Hey, Tom, is there any breeze up there at all? No, not a whisper, Mr. Hainsworth. Captain Kidd himself might as well be protecting that treasure. We had to wait for Dawn to begin our work. Three hours later, with Tom on lookout, Ernie and I had dug down to the treasure. It was still there. That's uh, it. We got it. Tom? Any sign of that yacht? He's waving all clear. I don't believe it. Uh, let's get the chest down to the beach and into the lifeboat and get out of here. That's it. Now we're all to row out of the boat. Well, Ernie, it looks like this time we made it, huh? Let's get Tom and take off. Hey, Chris, Mr. Cowdery. What is it? It's it's there. I I, I saw it. The syndicate's yacht. No, 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 no. I will not accept this. as possible. I will not. Uh, Ernie, Uh, will you calm down? Mason, give me your gun. Give me your gun. I'm going after him. You pray. Give me the gun. or help me out from out there. Hold my revolver. I've got to stop, Ernie. Ernie. Are you okay? Okay, Tom, it works. I'll take the gun now. Hey, wait a minute, Just we'll stay go. Stay back, you double crossing bum. I ought to blow your head off right here. No, Mr. Cowder. Don't worry, Tom. Get the rope out of the life. Hey, what is it? What are you doing? You thought you had us all fooled, didn't you? What are you there? talking about? The syndicate knew I was on to something, didn't they? But they could never have guessed it was an actual photograph of a rock. You must have been flabbergasted when you told them. Me? Here's the rope. Mr. Yes. Charlie. Okay, Jason, lie down. Lie down. Tom. <laughs> hard time. Ernie, would you explain what you're talking about? I had Tom follow you the night you left the laughing maiden. He wouldn't believe me either. I knew something was fishy. Sure enough, he told you right to Galiban's fortune. Oh, listen to me? I only went there to sneak a look at his yacht. Yeah, what for? Everything I was hearing about this syndicate sounded like a lot of... a lot of mythology made up to explain things that didn't have any other explanation. There wasn't any smoking gun on this guy, Galiban. No hard evidence. I wanted to check his boat just to make sure. Ernie... Ernie, it isn't armed. It's a normal pleasure boat. No, you it. I saw it too, Mister Hainsworth. Only I saw it in broad daylight. And it's armed. All right, it's armed. Ah, what you saw must have been the rigs and chairs they have on the decks for big sea fishing. No, oh no, no, I saw guns. Yeah, harpoon guns. How far away was the boat when you saw it, Tom? Huh? Three hundred yards, five hundred. How old are you, Tom? How good is your eyesight? You aren't getting around this that easily, pal. If it's not Galiban's yacht, then whose is it? I don't even think there is a syndicate. Huh? There's no shred of concrete evidence to prove it exists. It's all time, Mr. Chowdhury. Tom, you listen to me. You listen to me. What Ernie's saying doesn't even make sense. If I was working for this syndicate, why am I here now? Once I knew where the treasure was, wouldn't I have just told them? Oh, he's got a point. Don't listen to him. Come on. You can't leave me tied up here. Your friends out there can take you up. I tell you, I don't know who they are. I'll die here. Get in the boat, Tom. Now, wait a minute. I thought I, I, I we agreed if the yacht showed, we wouldn't try to take the treasure with us. Are you crazy? I'm not leaving it behind again. But we can't outrun that yacht. But we're going to do what we should have done all along. Head across the Barracoa bank. And lose them. That boat's not the laughing maiden, Mister Chowders. Its draft is too deep. We'd crack up oh, for sure. No, he won't. Come on. No, no, I, 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 I can't. I'm sorry, but it, but it's foolish. you don't force me to shoot you. Well, you wouldn't. You, you get don't. in this lifeboat and start rowing. I'm, I'm sorry, Mister Hainsworth... It doesn't look like any of us is much of a chance. Tom was right. They never had a chance. The boat hit the first reef, and in less than a minute, no trace up of them remained. Tom, Ernie, and the treasure were on their way into one of the deepest trenches in the Atlantic Ocean. I managed to get myself free. I was curious why the yacht had not yet come into view. I picked up the binoculars... And climbed the doom. It was then I saw the sight that had kept me silent for five years. On the mast, a flag was unfurled. It was a black flag with skull and crossbones. And then before my very eyes, the flag and the mast vanished. The ghost of Captain Kidd had guarded his treasure well. Chowders
1: was an experienced seaman and knew he didn't have a chance going across the Barracor Bank. Yes, that's precisely what he did. But what of Jason? How did he escape from Kekos? I'll tell you that in a moment. and Hainsworth didn't have long to wait for rescuers. Within a day, another party of would-be treasure hunters came to the island, following the eternal lure of buried treasure. A final note, considering the fact that the syndicate yacht was an illusion, Tom was right all along. If they had stayed with a laughing maiden, they'd all be alive and rich today. Our cast included Norman Rose, William Griffith, and Arnold Moss. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.
0: dishes, baby wipes, vinyl records, you name it. At Walmart, you can save on almost anything. Now you can save more time by making cash deposits and withdrawals right at checkout. $3.74 service fee and limits apply. Green dot NMLS number 914924 and 908739.